All right, guys, it's time for the next level guy show. A men's interview, interest, and improvement focused podcast featuring interviews with the greats from all industries to help you better your life. Each week, a new episode features an interview with one of the greats covering all aspects of their story from life hacks to tips and protocols that have allowed them to live life on the next level. We then highlight concrete action steps that you can use to improve your life. And now, your host, Ian Dawson McKay. Today's guest is Bobby Holland Hunton. Bobby is a stuntman who's completed some of the most iconic stunt work in a long list of some of my most favourite films. He's known for his work in Inception, Avengers Endgame and Skyfall. His recent stunning work for Chris Hemsworth in Netflix Extraction was a prime reason that Chris now uses Bobby for all his stunt work and they work exclusively together. Bobby started his career as a gymnast and climbed through the ranks to compete as a national squad member and national gold medalist for Great Britain. Bobby retired from gymnastics at 17 and turned his attention to football, becoming a semi-professional footballer for Fairham Town FC at the young age of 19. With his huge appetite for performing unabated, he started to perform in live-action shows, pantomimes, various TV shows and worldwide modelling campaigns and commercials for major brands. Bobby then trained in all the disciplines needed to achieve the goal of becoming a stuntman, which took the best part of four years training full-time. This meant qualifying in skills such as kickboxing, swimming, 10 metre high diving, gymnastics, trampolining and scuba diving. Since then, Bobby's performed in 44 full feature movies that will be on your most loved list alongside a who's who of A-list actors. We discuss his story, how he overcame fear, similarities he sees in the top performers he works with, his training regime, working on a film set and so much more. And now, let's get to the interview. So I'm delighted for you to come onto the show. Really excited for you to, you know, I've watched Extraction. It's an absolutely great film. But for people who are maybe not aware of your name, you've worked on a sort of who's who of films. Can you just give a little background of who you are and why you're so well known? Yes. So my name is Bobby Holland Hanson, um, and obviously I'm a, I'm a stunt man, and I've been a stunt artist now for the best part of 13 years. Um, my first job was uh, stunt doubling for James Bond in Quantum of Solace at 23. Um, and I kind of, you know, these these last 13 years have, have flown by and, you know, including jobs, stunt doubling for, for Batman, Christian Bale in, in uh, The Dark Knight Rises, which was Chris Nolan's last Batman movie and Christian's. Um, I've stunt doubled for Channing Tatum, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Captain America in Avengers Age of Ultron, um, Jake Gyllenhaal in Prince of Persia, and obviously I'm contracted to Chris Hemsworth, so I've been um, stunt doubling for Chris now for the best part of nine years, and we think we've done 12 movies together. Um, so I'm in his contract, and you know the Thor and Avengers franchise, and, and basically the Marvel world has been a, a massive part of my life for the past uh, ten years. And um, Henry Cavill in, uh, did a, a small amount for him in, in the last Mission Impossible. So, so yes, I mean I've been very busy, and um, you know it's been great to, to be that busy. And, as, and I'm sure, as you know, the you know the success of Extraction on Netflix, the, the biggest Netflix movie of all time now. So. So yeah, it's been it's been pretty busy. I, I mean, I literally just had back surgery um, in March 2019, so just over a year ago. 
and it's amazing when you watch the stunts you do in that. It certainly doesn't look like you've lost a step. But could you give a, a quick example of like what so, an average day would be like for somebody on a set? You know, because do you have to do the the stunts over and over again? You know, do you have a ritual to make sure that you you know, like can you go into how you sort of overcome the fear of doing the stunts, how you prep for them, how much involvement you would have in how the stunts are set up? Yeah, so of course we, we actually have a stunt team um, and a rigging team that's part of the stunt team. So, you know, generally before a movie goes to um, principal photography, um, we will generally have between eight and 12 weeks rehearsal period. So that time is to break down this the action sequences in the script, um, shoot a previs, so a mock-up, uh, you know, trying to make that story on the, on the page come alive visually um and then we'll you know once the stunt coordinator's you know got his ideas and how he wants it to do it and what he thinks looks best and that gets then run by the action director the, the main unit director producers actor for example and you know you work together and collab to make a the finished product what everyone wants and something that's new and original where you raise the bar and you try and do something very different and that's always a challenge because you feel like every time you do that, you, you, you know, the next time's even harder, if that makes sense. So, yeah, I mean, I would be, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't fearful sometimes of certain stunts, but that fear, you know, very quickly turns into an adrenaline rush and, and that then turns into focus and okay, we're going to do this, let's go. And as long as it's safe and we spend a lot of, a lot of time rehearsing and, and, and making sure that everything is, is as safe as it possibly can be. I mean, for us, that's paramount. That's the, the main thing that we need to, to focus on. And, and if it takes us time to do that, then that's, then so be it, you know, cause we start in small increments and start from the bottom and, and, and move up, you know, as gradual, as gradual as, as need be. And to keep it as safe as possible. Cause you know, unfortunately the industry we are in is very dangerous and it can become, fatal in some cases and and you know i've certainly got friends that work in the industry that will never walk again so it's something not to be you know you've got to take it very seriously and um and then you need a, a well um accomplished and, and well you know a, a stunt team that has a lot of experience um days under their belt and they've done these stunts and they've rehearsed them and they've rigged them and it's about working with the, the top teams but also the safest team so it's an amalgamation of, of working together to to make to get the shots that you need and, and get something original. So it's very time consuming, but it's something that needs to be done to keep things safe. And so when you're actually doing these stunts, you've worked with some amazing people. Have you noticed a sort of similarity in like the A-lister people that you've worked with, you know, like Daniel Craig, Chris Hemsworth, you know, like uh, when you were doing like Prince of Persia, like your, um, your filmography is amazing, but... Have you noticed something about these people that you particularly work with, all these amazing directors? Is there something that sets them apart from all the average sort of people, do you think? Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't say anyone's average. I mean, everyone's special in their own right and any walks of life. And I feel that, you know, I've been very lucky and feel very privileged to to have worked with some of the, you know, the greatest actors in, in of our generation. You know, someone like Christian Bale was you know incredible experience to work with and you can just see by spending time in in his company that he is very dedicated to to what he does he's he's very um you know to the to the point and he's very um 
he's he's a perfectionist in what he does and what he brings to the screen is nothing short of incredible and i i went to his house on the dark knight rises in la to teach him the fights um you know very early on in rehearsal in the rehearsal period and i noticed straight away then that you know he takes things very seriously and and he's and he doesn't stop working until it's until it's right he's such a an amazing um ambassador for hard work if that makes sense he's he's a, an advocate of you know, uh, someone, if you work very hard, you will achieve great things. And that's that's something he's certainly done with his Oscar win and nominations and phenomenal. And then on that same token, I've worked with Chris Nolan twice in, in Inception and in The Dark Knight Rises. So to work with a director of that caliber is and he's one of the best filmmakers of all time, not not only this generation of all time. Um, and it's for me to work with those type, type of people early on and learn from them and their work ethic is is amazing to get that opportunity and learn and, and watch the best at what they do. And I, I like to learn, I like to watch, and I, I much appreciate the, the skill that they possess. And uh, Tom Hardy, again, worked with him on Inception and The Dark Knight Rises. He's probably one of the best actors of our generation. And Chris Hemsworth is a very, very, very close friend of mine now. We've, again, we're the same age, we have the same sense of humor. We've done so many movies together now. So, yeah, I mean, I, he's a very close friend of mine. and. He is just like any normal person, very humble, and but he's also very special at the same time. If if if, you, if that can be, you know, if that if that makes sense. So, um, I've been lucky enough to work with with some of the most amazing people, and I've never had a bad experience. So, what is it about stunt work that attracted you? And because it's such a multi-facet, you know, your show reel is amazing. You've got the gymnastics in there, the parkour. You've got like the stunt works, the rigs, etc. How do you keep your skills fresh, and how do you keep yourself developing and being able to do, you know, the highly technical and competent skills that they're asking from you? Well, I mean, every stunt that we do, no matter what, even if it's the same thing, for example, a stairfall. Um, every single job you go on, the stairfall is different. This Every stunt we do, that's the beauty of what we do as well, which adds that element of surprise and you need to be on your toes when you're, you know, because every single stunt is different, even though it might be the same stunt technically, for example. But, for example, again, I on extraction, I did a stairfall and it wasn't just a normal generic stairfall. I went down with another guy. I had to put a bag over my head so I couldn't see and I had to cable tie my hands together. So... There's all these elements that you add to things that make it a lot more difficult and you need to be focused and in tune with your body and, and make sure that you rehearse and, and, and weigh up the situation and examine it all to, to the point of, of perfection almost. So, you know, it's, it's, as a stunt performer, you, you've never learnt everything. You've, there's always more to learn and there's always, you know, and I think that's, that's the same with every walk of life. And to be open to that obviously gives you that opportunity to um, stay humble and, and, and stay focused on keep trying to achieve, you know, great things. And that's certainly something that I do. And, um, you know, I, I take care of myself. I take care of my body. I train a lot. I eat well. And I always try to sharpen up my skills whenever I can, depending on work schedule, et cetera, and things like that. So, yeah, it's about trying to, to, to try and be the best person you can be, basically, by taking all those things into consideration, which I do on a regular, on a daily basis and um, put them into practice and, and, and try and be ready for anything. Because when you see the schedule that you're on, you know, it's like four, uh, getting up at four in the morning and you're getting home at nine o'clock and you're away for sort of three months at a time. 
I mean, it must really sort of be a, a tiring endeavour. Could you go into a little bit about how you keep training on the road, your diet? How do you keep in sort of amazing shape? Because you're like when you see you on YouTube and like Instagram, the stuff you do is phenomenal. But how how do you keep at such a high performance rate day in, day out? Well, I think what we try and stick to, no matter what, I will try and train once a day minimum, five or six days a week. Um, and then when we go on to location, that, that is still the same. If we're, if we're on location, we will generally stay in a hotel that's got a gym. Um, and then that means if we're staying in a hotel, that means I'll be staying in the hotel with the team and Chris's team. And we all have a very physical job and physical life. Um, so we will train together. We motivate each other and we come up with new ideas and share ideas to, to, to change things up and make things um, organic as possible and fresh. So, I mean, it literally is a part of my life and my job to, to be training. So you, you adapt to things the best way you possibly can. And sometimes you might go to a location that's a remote location and it hasn't got a gym. So you improvise and you, you, you know, you, you come up with workouts where you don't need any weights and you do all your own body weights. And that's where, you know, center comes in on part of the center fitness app through Chris and we've got all everything you need as, as a fitness app and it, it offers everything as from, you know, um, nutrition to sleep visualization, yoga, Pilates, MMA, training with weights, training without weights, circuit training, hit sessions. It's got absolutely everything. So I obviously use that and I'm a massive advocate for it. So it's, um, again, it's, like I said, it's part of, of, of what we do and, um, to, to be able to, do my job to the highest level and be the best person I can be. It means I need to be in the best physical condition and, and also mentally. So, um, yeah, it's an amalgamation of, of things to, to put all together to get the result we need to get. Now, you've got an amazing friendship there with Chris Hemsworth, but every video I've seen, you know, you've got that connection, you, you got married, and, you know, you've got a beautiful family videos that you put out. What is it, do you think, about like friendships and building you know that connections with people you know like how did you build that friendship with chris and is there any tips for people for building that kind of connection with the, those that we work with well i think it's it's about being yourself and and, and you know believing in what you, you know that strong opinions on what you believe in and you know having strong morals and the correct morals and you know i, I guess it's very lucky that me and chris cross paths and you know, he he initially when I worked with him on the Dark Knight, uh, sorry, when I worked with him on the Dark World, Thor two, um, we you know we became very close very quickly. He 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 loved the way that I moved for him and portrayed the Thor character through my stunts and and him. Um, and as I said, we you know we we're very we're, we're the same age. We have a very similar sense of humour. Um, and you spend a lot of time together, working together at that kind of in that kind of capacity at that kind of level because you know we're having to train every day together we're having to rehearse we're you know that that person and i and and vice versa we put a lot of trust in each other he puts a lot of trust in me to make sure i keep him safe as possible and i know him now inside out and i know what he wants to do what he doesn't want to do what he doesn't feel safe doing and and that's kind of a, a relationship that we've developed over the years that takes you know, a, a huge amount of trust, especially if we're doing something so dangerous. So, um, again, I don't think you, I think if I was trying to give advice to anyone, it's you don't go out to seek to, you know, meet someone of, of you know, a, 
a celebrity status, if you like, and then, you know, I'm, I want to be that person's friend. And it doesn't work like that. I don't find that that's a natural or truthful way of finding friendships. It certainly doesn't matter what people do for a living. It depends on how they are as a person and how you connect with them and mentally and emotionally. So it's it's down to it's down to that really I guess the only advice I can really give is is to be yourself and you know you hope that you meet great people along the way and I've been very fortunate to have done that throughout my life it's time for a quick break there are millions of potential products to buy so how do you know which ones are worth your hard-earned money simple you go to nextlevelguy.com affiliates and explore those that will transform and improve your life You'll find deals, listener exclusives, and special offers with some great companies. Recommendations are 100% honest and only on items Ian has tried or believes in. The companies showcased will make you a better man in all areas of your life. Simply go to nextlevelguy.com affiliates and level up. So what's your opinion then on things like CGI and stuff? How has that sort of affected the roles that you do? I mean, I know you're probably sick of talking about like all these sort of special effects and the marble films and stuff like that, but do you think that there's always going to be that love of the action scene, the stunts in these sort of films? Yeah, I mean, I think we work very well together, CG and stunts, because you're you always need that, human physical element in any any action movie whether it's something that you're breaking down fights you're coming up with rehearsals you're coming up with concepts it really you you always i don't feel that we're you know being pushed out by cgi i think we work well together and cgi has its place and and we certainly do and and uh, together we you can create something quite magical and amazing by working together, you know, so I, I mean, just the technology behind the CGI is getting obviously a lot, lot better. And you start to see some much more real life, incredible work that they do. So, you know, complete hats off to them. And but I also I feel the same in the stunt industry. I think the level is getting better. We are pushing the bar and we create some incredible stuff, as you can see, which Sam also was obviously spearheading that on you know extraction and obviously chris himself so yeah it's about trying to you know sit in a room and, and bash your heads together and get the best ideas possible and throw ideas out there and and rehearse them and see what you can can make but i mean cgi is 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 our friend i think and so when you're going through you know the kind of stunt work and stuff is there a sort of a way that you switch yourself on before the day? You know, do you have a set ritual in the morning? Like, do you meditate, or you know, is there a way like you know some people would tap the wrist three times before they they go into the zone or stuff like that? Is there a way that you can kind of you know control your fear and calm yourself ready before you go and do like a fall down the stairs or something, or does it just tend to become part? You know, you're just something you. You do it so often, it becomes just part of your normal day? It's a good question, Ian, because I actually, every stunt performer has a different way of dealing with that type of pressure before you're just about to perform a big stunt. So I know people that will, you know, communicate a lot, talking, laughing, joking before they do their stunt. And some people might look at that and say, hold on, they're messing about before their stunt, but... I'm talking about guys that have been doing it for, for many years and they're at the top of their game, but that's the way that they deal with the pressure. That's the way that they 
prepare for their stunt. You also have a lot of other people that will walk through it over and over again and, and break it down and, and, and go through it in their head, close their eyes and keep going over in their head. What I tend to do and what I've done, I think, and I've adopted this way of, of thinking and, and doing things when it's something that needs a lot of focus and, and concentration, if it's you know going to be something dangerous or risky, I think I've adopted that from gymnastics. I mean, I was a gymnast from the age of four and I, I, competed, I stopped competing with Great Britain when I was 17. So um, I, I feel that I would go into my own little zone. I'd be very quiet. I would, I kind of move and pace up and down, not pace up and down, but kind of, you know, really focusing. I kind of go into, like you said, go into my own little zone, look at the floor and, and, and then sometimes go through it in my head while my, you know, my eyes are open and, I, I take it as for me I, I I bring myself out of the moment and it, that all all that matters is that's done. I don't really talk to people, communicate. I, obviously, I communicate on a safety safety uh, level and make sure it's all good to go. And once we know it's good, then I'll go off off on my own and I'll get ready to do that. And that's how I deal with it. And it's worked for me to date. You know, it's something as as I said again, it will, it's something that I think I've done from a young age and I've kind of it's installed in me now, if you like. And. Is the the sort of romance and love of film still there, or do you get to a point where you're watching like a blockbuster and it kind of ruins the magic of a film because you understand it, you know the setup, you know how things are done, or you can see the transition between the the A lister to the stunt team, or you can see the CGI. Do movies still hold that love for you? Yeah, I mean, listen, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a huge, huge fan, uh, film fan film buff i i love movies i always have before i even got into stunts i love actors and, and performances and uh, the way that you can see different directors styles and you know the way that the film's made the cinema photography i am a huge fan of that and, and that just makes me feel even more blessed that i'm a massive fan of it anyway and i get to work on those shows on a regular basis and have done for many years and such would it may continue so I, I can really appreciate the, the, the craft and the profession. Um, but I will say when I watch a film that I've worked on, the first time I watch it, I can't really watch it for the film. I watch it for the stunts, my performance and, and the team's performance and, and pick out what I could have, what I could have done better, what I think looks great, what didn't, blah, blah, blah. And then that makes it quite difficult to watch the film because I'll be like, oh, that now play on my mind if I if I felt like I could have done better, which I always can and I always feel I can. So, but the second time round and the third time round, I watch a film that I've worked on, I forget that and I watch it for what it is, and then I can appreciate even more how good the film may be. But when I watch a film that I'm not involved in, then absolutely I'm completely, you know, drawn into that film and, and drawn into performances. And you know, off the top of my head, just recently I obviously watched. The Joker with Joaquin Phoenix and instantly became one of my top five films of all time and top, you know, top five performances, if not definitely in the top three performances. And Todd Phillips was phenomenal. The film was phenomenal. Everything about the film was absolutely flawless. And if you're a film buff and you like movies and, and, and performances, that is something that, you, you know, I, people, a lot of people agree with me on that. It's incredible, incredible performance by Joaquin Phoenix and, yeah, I mean, again, I I appreciate that that skill and that craft. Because that's something my site used to be about was, you know, 
I used to love films, so I would imagine myself in a certain role, how things could have been done differently, how we could have been like better in that situation. Has there been films like that that have inspired you when you were younger? You know, like where did this love of films come from? Um, I think growing up as a kid, I think I, I had just, I, I don't think I was uh, from a young age, I don't think I had a, a passion for it. Um, I think I was just like any other kid that loved movies and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the, the movie that came out and, you know, Enter the Dragon, Bruce Lee, Commando, Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and, and uh, Conan the Barbarian and, and, you know, Van Damme in, in his films, Kickboxer and um cyborg and those type of films growing up i think i was oh, i was intrigued by it and i liked the action and stuff like that i don't think i really developed a real passion for film until i got to roughly probably about 15 15 16 and then you know i then took a, a huge liking to to performances and movies and how they're made and that kind of passion has only grown stronger and developed more and then i got into the industry and it's obviously developed more and more and more and then to get to work with these idols of mine that i've mentioned already some of the names and it's yeah it's kind of you pinch yourself sometimes and think holy shit i am actually working on these movies and have a contribution to these movies sometimes quite a big contribution if it's a huge action movie and you know standing side by side with someone like christopher nolan and taking notes from him and him saying well done and you know it's it's yeah it's a pinch it's a pinch yourself moment for sure and so how has your life changed now since you've become married, you know, that you've got the daughter? How are things sort of looking for you? Would you be happy if she wanted to enter into that kind of world? Or, you know, what advice would you give to anybody else looking to enter into stunt work, film work, that sort of thing? Well, I mean, I think things happen for a reason. And I feel that... Um, when you I've always been motivated to, to be the best person I can be. So I will spend as much time as I possibly can, you know, looking at new things, trying new things, training and, and trying to hone the skills. And I think when I had my back surgery after extraction um, in, in 2019, I had the surgery and I knew that I was going to be out for at least six to eight months minimum. Um, you know, I, I had my L4, L5, S1 discs removed my spine stretch my facet joints removed and my and i've got two titanium discs now and six screws three either side um so mentally and physically it was a challenge but it, it opened up the door and freed up some time for me to actually try something new and try something that i've got a bit of a passion for and I, you know, I wrote a children's book that will be published next year, um, which it. was something that I've never done before. And it was a nice thing to do. And once I'd started, I was kind of like, well, I don't know if I can do this, but I've got to try. And once I started, it kind of just felt so great to try something new. And I really enjoyed it. Um, and then I also got asked to act as one of the leads in in a in an action comedy by a one of my best friends, Damian Walters, who is also a, a, a second unit director, a stunt performer, a fight arranger, now a main unit director, because he wrote this comedy. He's directed it, wrote it, produced it. And then there's um, a handful of us as stunt performers that are doing our own stunts and playing the lead parts in the film. And it's actually called School Fight. It'll be out later this year. I mean, watch this space. It's It was the first time I've acted with dialogue. And I cannot tell you that I had literally had the probably the best fun I've ever had on, on, it was the best experience I've ever had in my entire life. And it swings and roundabouts, isn't it? And it's kind of, I was very down and 
it was a big decision to make to have the operation and, and take this time out, out of work and not be making any money. And it was a, it was an opportunity for me to try something new. And I absolutely loved it. And, you know, I think it's going to be quite a big movie that will be released later this year. And, you know, it's I think it will really pleasantly surprise people the, the level of the film that we've made on such a shoe, shoestring budget. And to be able to work with your best mates on set and have the best fun on action comedy, it doesn't get any better than that. And, you know, Dan- Daniel Walters, I can't stress how much of enough that guy is an absolute genius at what he does. And, um, you know, since then, I've also now the film's finished. I'm, I'm getting back before the COVID hit. I, I was getting back to work and getting on to shows and. I'm currently writing a screenplay at the moment, a comedy that I'm that I'm writing. So it's a, I, I try new things, and um, you know, as I said, I'm you know I had, I, I'm trying a little bit of acting, and I'm really enjoying it. So you never know. And listen, I don't want to put all my eggs in one basket anymore, which I've kind of done ever you know for 13 years because gymna- uh, stunts has been my life, and I still want it to be absolutely, you know. But it would be nice to be able to do and mix up things and freshen up things and do different things and. Um, I'm enjoying that process in my life at the moment. I mean, it's amazing when I look at like what films you've been on. I've seen you've done some of my favourite films, and to know that you were part of what's like brightened up my childhood and has made me fall in love with films. I cannot say a, a big enough thank you for the work that you do and continue to do. Thank I know you. we're, I mean, I know we're really short on time, but for people who want to find out more about you, you know, to find, follow your work and get in touch and connect with you, could you just give a quick overview of like your social media and like what projects you've got coming up in the future? Absolutely. Um, so School Fight, the movie, will be out hopefully probably September, October this year. So watch that, watch this space for that. And you can check out the the, the homepage, Instagram handle for School Fight, at School Fight. Um, and my Instagram handle is BobbyDazzler84. Um, I'm on all socials, Facebook, Twitter. Um, and you can see a lot of my stunts and um, a lot of videos and me having a lot of fun, which I try and do a lot. And um you know, hopefully once this COVID-19 is, is set aside and we can focus on, on life again in, in, in a business way. And there's a, there's a, there's a huge uh, year next year that, that's coming up as far as movies go with, with myself and Chris and um, some very exciting projects, which, you know, as you, as, as you know, already Thor 4 will, will be happening and that will be shot in Sydney. So that's obviously going to be another great movie to work on again after Ragnarok with Taika Waititi who is he's you know he's, he's he's written that script and he's directing it again and so that's going to be a great experience and um so yeah I mean it's just yeah watch your space and and hopefully everyone get involved in in the the process and the, the hype for a school fight and you know I'm currently um I'm an ambassador of battle cancer and I'm you know I'm working with those guys to do as much as I can for, for the charity and the foundation to help raise awareness and, and funding for, you know, cancer patients that are struggling still and, and uh, cancer survivors. And, you know, I think what we need to remember is, you know, COVID-19 is obviously a huge thing that's happening right now. And it's so unfortunate, but we can't forget all these other things that are happening to people on a regular basis. And, you know, the, the stats, are they, they, they speak for themselves. Unfortunately, they're, they're pretty crazy. You know, 10 million people a year die from cancer and 40 million a year are diagnosed with it. And due to the, the, the huge pandemic that we're going through right now, you know, cancer patients and, and sufferers, are, are you know, they can't, they're not able to get into the hospital. So we need to keep remembering that there's also a lot of other very serious issues outside of COVID-19 that still need to be given time and 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 
effort to, to, to try and eradicate as much as possible. Um, and that's what we're trying to do with the foundation battle cancer. So you can check out battle cancer at battle.cancer on, on Instagram and www.battlecancer.com. Um, and we've got some fundraisers coming up. We've got some very, very exciting stuff coming out this week, later this week, this weekend that will kickstart that again and, and, and get the awareness and that we need to, to keep working hard to, to be there for people that need it. Well, that's it for another week, and thank you for listening. It's now time to take what you've learned and use it to develop and enhance your life with the key points mentioned. Listen, try it, embrace it, use it, and crush it. Now's your time to hit that next level in your life. If you liked this episode, then please leave a comment on the show notes or a review of the show on your podcast platform. Everything helps evolve the show. Until next week, keep seeking the next level in your life.